At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome in. It is the VSIN Bet Center right here on the Sports Betting Network. I am Brady Cannon live at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. And my partner, James Salinas, joins us via Denver, Colorado on this final Saturday of June. James, great to see you again. How was your recent trip to Las Vegas, my friend? It was not only through Las Vegas, it was a road trip that we took out there. My family and my son had a baseball tournament down right down the street from Circus Sports. The, the Field of, of Dreams, fact, right? And that's exactly right. And so we, we, we had a nice kind of stroll through Moab and into Page and, and Antelope Canyon, which was absolutely spectacular there on Navajo Nation. If you've never been, it's it's a, it's really, it should be one of the, the eighth wonder of the world in a sense. It was tremendous. And so it was a great trip coming up through Zion and then got to hang out in Las Vegas for a handful of days, not only for the tournament, but was it live on set right where you're at there, Brady, at Circus Sports as well as South Point on Sunday. So very good trip all the way around. Did you get involved uh, or sign up for any football contests while you were here? Absolutely, I did. Ah. I well, since I'm there, let's knock that out, and that way I don't have to come back unless I choose to come back prior to the NFL season. So I did. I only signed up for the Cir- I signed up for both the Circa Millions as well as the Survivor. Mm-hmm. Did that over the weekend. Did not sign up for any other contest. So still contemplating to see what might happen and be available here in Colorado. Still fingers crossed that we can start getting some of those contests here in Colorado. I don't have to make those ventures out and go through the proxy service, all those types of things, where it's just me and the sports book, but. Holding out hope for that. We'll see if that ends up happening. But, yeah, I did sign up for a couple of contests while I was there. Very good. Well, we will talk some football contests a little later in the program. But we have Major League Baseball going to first pitch here in a little over five minutes. The Boston Red Sox in Cleveland to face the Guardians. Boston took game one on Friday night, 6-3. to three, And today it'll be Josh Winkowski taking on Shane Bieber. And Bieber has taken the early money. Right now the Guardians up to minus 155 on the money line with a total of eight and a half. Did you do anything with this one, James? No, I was looking at Bieber, and and more so I've really been – pretty standoffish with Major League Baseball bets thus far into the season. Getting, we're approaching the All-Star break, and I know some of these teams are starting to grind along as we're doing about, what, just a couple of weeks prior to the All-Star break coming up and trying to look more. We're starting to get some of those pitcher props back on board again, at least out here in Colorado and the availability with that. So I was digging into Bieber and seeing, well, what his 
what does his pitcher prop look like? And I, I think for for Bieber here, it's we've seen it, and I'm looking, I'm pulling it up right now as we speak. His pitcher prop now it's over, and now that that is definitely moved, and it's moved to the over. It's 18 and a half outs. It's minus a dollar fifteen. It was minus a dollar five when I looked at this earlier this morning. And I think for for Shane Bieber, he's recorded at least 19 outs, which we would have to have here to go over that 18 and a half. That's what you got to beat it in five out of his last six starts. And we know he's an innings eater for the Guardians has been throughout his career and definitely this season, especially, like I said, lately, five out of his last six starts. In those six starts as well, 55 strikeouts within 45 innings pitch. So starting to get his arm strength there now and being able to get back and have better command of that fastball and start to overpower hitters with his strikeout ratio coming up here. I don't know anything about the young pitcher on the other side. Wachowski there for the Red Sox. Just three starts this season for the rookie pitcher. Only 14 and two-thirds innings pitched in those three starts. And in those three starts, 17 hits, six earned runs, nine Ks and five walks. And those three starts were against Detroit, Oakland, and Baltimore. So not the best stellar of competition that he's faced for that young pitcher with the Red Sox. So I was looking at Bieber, maybe wanting to get involved with the over 18 and a half outs. That's the only way I'd look here. I'm not going to do it. I know we're getting ready for first pitch, so I'm going to stay away from it. Yeah, that's uh, that's a lot of outs, and you make a lot of good points there. But uh, over 18 and a half outs is certainly a very quality start. We'll see if Bieber can get there. Uh, the Boston Red Sox have been very hot. Both of these teams have been a couple of the hotter teams in baseball as of late. Boston has won 17 of its last 21 games. They're nine games above 500. They still trail the Yankees by 12 games in the American League East, but that's down to 11 and a half now. As the Yankees were beaten three to nothing by the Astros, the Astros had a combined no hitter in that game against the Bronx Bombers. Quite the feat to do against that New York offense. The Guardians have moved into a tie for first place, by the way, with the Minnesota Twins in the AL Central. They've lost two straight, but they have won seven out of their last ten, and they are six games above 500. I do not have a play in this game either, James. We do have some Major League Baseball in progress, of course. Right now, in the eighth inning, the bottom of the eighth inning, the Chicago White Sox trailing the Baltimore Orioles six to one. The Orioles have been playing some very good baseball as of late. They are absolutely on a pace to crush their season win total going over that. I uh, bet under 62 and a half, and that really looks like a loser at this point. The A's at the Royals. Conigan Keller. Royals got the win on Friday night. They went off as minus 165 favorites today. Nine and a half was your closing total, and right now they are at eight total runs. Oakland out in front five to three in the bottom of the fifth inning at Kansas City. Kansas City is currently catching a run and a half on the money line, or the runs line, rather, and your total all the way up to 12 and a half. So eight runs already across the board in the bottom of the fifth inning there. Again, Kansas City trailing by two. The Mets and the Marlins, Chris Bassett and Trevor Rogers. The Metropolitans were in the role of a road favorite in Miami to start the day. They were minus 143, the money line number at closing before first pitch. And right now we got a tie ball game, all tied at three apiece in the bottom of the sixth inning between Miami and New York. The Blue Jays at the Brewers, Kaikuchi against Barnes, and the Brew Crew got out to a great start here. They were out in front five to nothing. It is now five to two in favor of Milwaukee, and this is in the bottom of the fifth inning. The Brewers dropped the nine to four decision on Friday night as underdogs. They went into today's game as big favorites with Burns on the hill minus 190 on the money line with a total of eight and your in-game total now up to 10 and the Brewers are laying three runs maybe taking plus three with Toronto is something to look at there you're getting plus 115 on that if you want to take the three runs as well anything in action for you currently on the Diamonds James no, nothing this morning or this afternoon that I got involved with. I think looking at, at some of these matchups, yeah, the I mean the marquee matchup was going to be as far as the weekend series was concerned, the Astros versus the Yankees. And we saw last night with Verlander. I think both you and I have been really acutely aware of Verlander coming back from his Tommy John surgery back in, what, July of 2020 and how well he's responded this year. And we saw his velocity tick up a little bit last night as well. I think he was definitely psyched and ready to get into Yankee Stadium for that big game last night. So didn't get involved with that game, but we did see, like you talked about, the the combined no-hitter for the Astros. And I think with the Yankees, 
we've seen a tremendous season out of Aaron Judge this far, but I think the latter part of that lineup leaves a lot to be desired, and so it's really the top half of that lineup carrying that offense in particular with Aaron Judge swinging the bat the way that he has all season long, but did not get involved. It was a good game to watch, and we saw some good baseball out of the Astros throughout the both last night and today. The Brewers uh, have two down with a runner on first base and a 3-2 count to their hitter. The live line has been taken off here, but it looked like they certainly had a threat going uh, in the sixth inning, and that's why maybe that run line was all the way up to three and plus money on the Blue Jays if you wanted to take the three runs. In Cromwell, Connecticut, it is the Travelers Championship, and Xander Shoffley, one of the short shots this week, I think he got all the way down to about 15-1 to or so pre-tournament. He uh, began the weekend with a five-shot lead after shooting two straight 63s on Thursday and Friday, and he was paired with his buddy Patrick Cantley today. They, of course, paired up in New Orleans to win the team event, the Zurich Classic, down in New Orleans just a couple of months ago. Shoffley came into the day. This is pretty amazing, James. A five-stroke lead, I understand that, but we're only halfway through the golf tournament. He came into the day at minus 125, the adjusted number, to win this tournament, and his playing partner, trailing by five shots, Patrick Cantley, was at plus 650. Now, Shoffley was caught by Cantley Cantley today. Uh, Shoffley shot a 67. Cantley shot the 63 today, so picked up four shots on his buddy there. Shoffley does go into Sunday with the lead at 17 under par, but Shoffley, or excuse me, Cantley just one shot back at minus 16, and Xander is now plus money to go on to win it. He is still the favorite at plus 110. Cantley at plus 140. Uh, Sahith Thagala at 11 to 1, and Kevin Kistner at 22 to 1. James, uh, I know you probably didn't get involved in this golf tournament specifically, but we are less than three weeks away from the British Open, the fourth and final major of the golf season. We'll talk about that a little later in the program. We'll see if we can maybe get you on a few outrights for the final major at the old course, the home of golf, St. Andrews. So is this something here, and I wanted to ask you that, and I know we've got plenty of time throughout the duration of the program today to, to, to in a sense, really try to find out from you as the professional golf handicapper, Brady, you mentioned when the the British Open coming up in a few weeks. We just came off the U.S. Open. In a sense, maybe the Travelers and other tournaments in between are kind of the sandwich tournaments. Let down maybe for certain golfers and maybe lack of focus coming in, coming off of, in a sense, I don't know if we call it the Super Bowl. Maybe it's Masters that is the Super Bowl of golf. I don't know where you would relay the U.S. Open in that respect. Maybe conference championships if we're trying to relate it to the NFL. And do you get something like this where it's yeah, maybe in a sense like the Pro Bowl. We're seeing really good scores here. And not only for the better or for the, the players, maybe a bit of a letdown as far as the the sandwich, in a sense, this tournament coming in with the Travelers, but also for betters. How do you approach that when you're looking at lesser tournaments coming off big tournaments like the U.S. Open and the British in a few weeks? Well, it's very interesting that you mentioned that, and I do believe it is very much a part of the handicap. If you look at how guys fare the week after a major, and I don't know if any certain major is the Super Bowl. All four of them are really big, and there's probably more that mean more to certain players and more that mean, you know, some that mean less to certain guys, but but at the end of the day, they're all majors, and any one of them would take a championship in a major. But you're right. You look at some of the guys coming off of a grueling week at the U.S. Open, and they missed the cut here this week. Sam Burns, Jordan Spieth, uh, Patrick Cantley. You know, he had a decent U.S. Open. He played pretty well on the final day, but here he is now in the mix to possibly win this thing. And Xander Shoffley uh, was a disappointment at the U.S. Open, but then he rebounds. So I think when you look at those guys at the top of the board, uh, Matthew Fitzpatrick is not in this tournament, but some of the guys that really contended at the U.S. Open, that takes so much out of them. It's really hard to duplicate that the next week in a lesser golf event. We'll come back and talk some hockey. We've got College Baseball World Series coming up as well. Just getting started here on the VEASAN Bet Center. We'll be right back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Bet Center on VSN, the sports betting network. Welcome back to the VSIN Bet Center. Brady Cannon and James Salinas with you on a Saturday. No change on the Diamonds, the current baseball games in progress. Red Sox and Guardians are underway in Cleveland. Red Sox still batting in the top half of the first inning, and they are scoreless. The Stanley Cup Finals, we get to a Game 6, James, and I'm pretty fired up about that. I didn't want to see hockey end just yet. The Tampa Bay Lightning, they were looking out of gas and ready to start their golf season in Game 4 on Wednesday night, and they looked like they, the Colorado Avalanche were going to wrap this thing up when they returned home for Game 5. Uh, but I actually played Tampa Bay, a very small play for me, as a pretty good size underdog in Game 5, James. And, you know, I just felt like Everybody knew that they got jobbed on that non-call when there were six players for the Avalanche on the ice in overtime, and just seconds later they went on to score the game-winning goal. And I just felt like somehow that was going to correct itself. And then, you know, as betters, we train ourselves to try and not you know, react to what you saw most immediately last. And, and that was the Tampa Bay Lightning, like I say, looking out of gas and ready to pack up their season. And I just felt, you know, I'm, I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. I'm, I'm actually going to go the other way. And and it looked like the majority of the public, you know, kind of bought into that and, and, and laid the money with Colorado. I believe that got all the way up to minus 195 on the Avalanche for game five and figuring that they were going to hoist the cup there on their home ice. Uh, but like I say, a pretty tepid play for me. Didn't have a ton of conviction, but I just felt Tampa Bay wasn't dead yet, and certainly they weren't winning on Friday night, three to two. Well, you talk about the public sentiment, at least from the better side. Well, that was definitely the sentiment here in Denver, Brady. For the last four, prior to the prior prior to the game starting last night, man, this town was they were celebrating like they were already drinking out of the cup, and the and I'm not talking about the team. So, but the 48 hours prior after winning that game four in Tampa, rolling back here, because I work as a, I'm a municipal worker, right? So in a sense, I I have some connections within the, the mayor's office and understand all the things that were going into the parade route. 
and the days that were already being discussed. The things that were happening last night, Friday night, shutting down. If you're not familiar with Lodo and you haven't come to Denver before, basically Lodo is, eh, rough, let's call it about a, a half a mile stretch of sports bars. It's, it can be, it's right by Coors Field and it gets it gets crowded, it gets rowdy. The, the arena where the Avs were playing and where the Nuggets play is uh, probably maybe another third of a mile or about three quarters of a mile down the street. So within that mile radius, there was a lot of presence there. There we had the police chief coming on. We had the governor coming on, basically encouraging everybody, doing press conferences, encouraging everybody after the game to celebrate, celebrate accordingly, but don't get yourself pinched and put in the penalty box in a sense. You don't want to spend your weekend down in the city jail. So everybody was fired up. The entire town was fired up. And I think there was so much in a sense. Uh, not that the abs were overlooking the 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 Tampa Bay Lightning in game five, but the the definitely within the city and the public here was, and I think maybe there was some pressure on this young Avalanche team having to hear all those things for the course of 48 hours after that big win in Tampa in game four to put them up three to one. And, and not that they... In a sense, not that they didn't come out ready, but, I mean, you get two penalties as the Avs did in the, what, the first five, six, seven minutes of the game. All that, en- all that energy and adrenaline that you're bringing out on the ice, now you've got to dial that back because you're now you're in a defensive power play. So I think for, for the Avs, maybe a little over-exuberance. And then the other side, you talked about the, the too many men on the ice in Game 4 that Cooper was alluding to in his post-game press conference. I think John Cooper kind of channeled his, his inner Phil Jackson. If you remember Phil Jackson when he was coaching with the Bulls, but more so with the Lakers, how after games during the playoffs, he would put things out there, not so, you know, not read between the lines with these types of things, but try to find ways to get the officials for the next for the next game onto his Lakers side or onto his Bulls side, uh, thinking about foul counts and those types of things. And I don't know if that was John Cooper's intent. Maybe he was just frustrated right away after the game and probably maybe a bit of both, but he's, he's a veteran coach. He knows the pulse of his team there in Tampa. And I think so many factors leading up into that game last night and the fact that the Avs had two penalties so early in that first period kind of took them out of their game plan, slowed the tempo of the offense, and then it became a grinded out affair. And I think what we saw out of Tampa last night, Brady, that was their most physical game of all five games through this series. They were incredibly physical. I mean, there was at one point, Sergachev, I think it was McKinnon. I think it was McKinnon had not so much a breakaway, but he was going right down the middle of the ice in between the circles, and Sergachev absolutely laid him out. And we saw that from the start throughout the first 60 minutes of that game, that by far the Tampa Bay Lightning, not only with the urgency and the backs against the wall kind of mindset, but the physicality of what we saw from Tampa Bay by far the more physical team last night in game five. Yeah, it's interesting. You mentioned uh, Cooper's remarks and Phil Jackson and, you know, coach speak, if you will, and, and kind of dropping those little nuggets. And and like I said, uh, in kind of taking a look at, at betting this game, I, I felt that you know, what happened to Tampa Bay, and that doesn't mean they would have won the game, even if that call is made or what have you, but that things would kind of correct themselves. And maybe there's the notion that, you know, uh, the, the NHL certainly doesn't want to see this end yet. And, and I don't think that goes into, you know, how this game is officiated or plays out, but it just seems to kind of normalize when something goes one way, it, it tends to correct itself. And it, it just felt like that to me. And, and that's a great point that you make up, make there with the entire town, you know, planning for the parade and, and, and everything, you know, they're kind of putting the cart before the horse a little bit there. And mm-hmm. of course, now we have game six on Sunday, which is great. I, I'd really love to see it go seven games and I am rooting for the avalanche to win, but I'd love, you know, there's nothing better than a seven game series in any sport. So, uh, so what do we do with game six, James? I mean, you talked about how physical Tampa Bay was. Obviously, they were facing elimination. They're still facing elimination. Do they have enough in the tank now to go back home on home ice after that physical affair in Colorado on Friday night and, and even this thing up at three games apiece? Well, for me, I'm not going to bet the game. I'm already uh, I'm heavily invested in Tampa to win this series. I'm the heathen here here in Denver, and you know me. I am not a fan of any team, even though they're right down the street from me. It doesn't matter to me. I'm a fan about cashing tickets. I took the Tampa Bay Lightning at plus 155 at the beginning of the series. Mm-hmm. Pretty good a price on it, too. I put six units on that. Wow. And I loaded up right there right before game two, right behind you. As soon as we were done with our show, I went down there right before game two, got another plus 250 
on the Lightning after losing game one in overtime. And then obviously at that game two, just a complete blitz from the Avalanche. Was it 7 nothing? I think it was the final. Just complete not even a competitive affair so I didn't I haven't put any more in I figured I'm already vested heavily in the Tampa Bay Lightning and in a sense I kind of not that I gave up after game two but I wasn't looking to try to get anything back I wasn't going to try to chase any losses or or what I felt like after that game two well let's see what does that look like for Tampa have to come out in game three and spectacular tremendous game out out of Tampa in that game three matchup and then obviously losing in game four you know, I don't know if I was buying into the hype that I was surrounded with here being in Denver, but I wasn't even looking to try to get off. It was too much. The, it actually closed over $2 here, did Game 5 for the Avs locally uh, and many local books here in in Denver and Colorado. So I didn't get involved. It was too much for me to say, well, let me get a piece of the Avs in this case here. If they win, at least I get some of my liability back on the Lightning, not minus $2. I wasn't sure where it was going to go with that. And the fact that they fell behind, even when they fell behind, there wasn't a really great plus price where I was watching in-game for the abs that I felt like I wanted to get involved. Plus the fact that I was watching, as I watched Tampa, again, just becoming the more physical team out there. And they're a big team. This is they got. Some, I mean, you, you you think about. I mean, we 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 think plenty about Victor Hedman and the size that he has. We talked about Sergachev. He's got some size. Nick Paul. He's got some size to him as well. Uh, they've got some big fellas on this team, and that was the game plan going in. We are going to be very physical with the Avalanche. They got really knocked around McKinnon big time last night. I think they're trying to hit Kadri every time they have an opportunity. They're going to go after him. They know what's injured with his hand. They're not going to make it easy for him either. So for me, I'm glad. The, I definitely want to see it go seven and keep my tickets alive. And then I'll see what I'll do if, in fact, they get to game seven. I think here for game six, it's got to be the, if I if I wasn't vested, I think the play I would be looking to make, I'd be leaning towards the light, but I'd also be looking at the under here. I think both these teams now, we saw the grinded out affair yesterday in game five, and we've seen much we've seen much better job with the lightning cutting off a lot of the the kind of the neutral zone ice that the Avs were really exploiting in the first two games of this matchup, and it's become more of a grinded out affair. I think Nick Paul's been tremendous just grinding it out behind the net and fighting for loose pucks, so I be looking at the total here and then you got Vaz on the one side I know I know on the other side in the goaltending there with with the abs letting a soft goal from Ruta to get that game going for Tampa but I'd be looking at the under here I know that juice is now running again it's sitting at six but it's laying up to a dollar twenty dollar twenty five that'd be the only way I'd want to approach the game six tomorrow night yeah, that's what I've got here is the consensus number in Las Vegas. Six for the total, juiced at minus 125 to the under. The Avalanche are a slight favorite at minus 115. That's the consensus number there just for game six. For the series, Avalanche now minus 450 and the Lightning plus 320. Avalanche in seven games. That's kind of the scenario I'm rooting for. You can get that at plus 220. We'll talk more Stanley Cup final later in the program, but next up we got to get to the college baseball World Series. Ben Wilson, the local expert here at VSIN, is going to join us for some college baseball talk in just a moment when we return on the VSIN Bet Center. This is Bet Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. Ice cold beers, cold hard cash. Join the action on the pitch with the Heineken 2022 Soccer Prediction Challenge. Compete in 20 free-to-play pools this season for your shot at a share of $100,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Heineken now to start your run at victory. Heineken, beer made better. 21 years and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Please drink responsibly. Brady Cannon and James Salinas with you here inside the VSIN Bet Center, and it's time about a half an hour away from the greatest show on dirt. The College Baseball World Series is going to get underway with Game 1, a best-of-three series. Our friend Lou Finicaro is down there in Omaha to see Ole Miss and Oklahoma live, but our resident baseball expert, college baseball expert here at VSIN, Ben Wilson, joins us now on the phone. And by the way, don't forget to tune in to Ben and Adam Burke, another one of our 
baseball experts here on Sunday evenings on the run line. A great show if you're into baseball for sure every Sunday here on the network. Going to first pitch here in Omaha in about 30 minutes. Of course, this is game one of the best of three between the Rebels of Old Miss and the Sooners of Oklahoma. And Oklahoma will have their ace on the bump, and we've seen the price bump as well. This opened up as a pick'em here at Circa, but now, Ben, Oklahoma all the way to minus 142 on the money line with a total of 10.5. Give us your thoughts on game one and also this significant move in the price. Yeah, Brady, thanks so much for having me. Thank you for the plug, by the way, for the run line. It's a great show, man. I love it. Oh, you're too kind. Uh, Look, I I agree with the line move here, and I say that as somebody who has a ticket on Ole Miss to win the series. And you still right now, if you're looking, especially on some of the East Coast shops, Ole Miss is still favored to win the series. And yet you have OU, who is now, as you mentioned, $1.42. That's about the cheapest you can get them right now at Circa. And they've started to climb even higher than that at some other shops. But that move is warranted, and Jake Bennett has been an absolute beast. I got to see him in person the opening day, actually, of the season, and he shut out Arkansas over, or sorry, he shut out Auburn uh, on that opening day start over six innings. And he's a six-six lefty, really hard to square up. He's unlike a lot what a lot of college baseball lineups have to face. So the move is totally warranted. I just wonder though if there's a little, a little bit of this is baked into the fact that Oklahoma has the extra day off here and. To me, that is the one element of the series, guys, that's getting a little bit overblown, where let's keep in mind, Ole Miss, none of their bullpen arms have thrown since Thursday <laughs> since because their, their starter comes out at Dylan DeLucia and throws a 119-pitch complete game uh, in, in that outing to essentially give them not only the whole bullpen a day off, but now to give Ole Miss this position where it can kind of eradicate and it really almost just negate that extra off day that Oklahoma had. So I agree that it certainly helps for OU. It can't hurt, especially with how important pitching is and pitching depth is in the College World Series. And as we go deeper and deeper now into the actual championship series, but I don't know that that's really worth much to the line. I would say Jake Bennett, the pitcher is definitely worth, you know, 20, 25 cents. But do I think it's worth a massive, you know, near half dollar move like this? I'm not so sure, but I'll say this. This is the game Oklahoma needs if they really have any chance to win the series. I still think Ole Miss is the deeper team. They have the better bullpen. They're the only team of the eights that entered this College World Series with two shutdown arms at the back end of their bullpen. And so this could be over really quick if Ole Miss gets to Bennett. I'm not sure. I I don't have a bet on this first game. If anything, I would lean under the 10.5 total. I, I do believe both pitching staffs will be at their best in this first game. But even with the line move, I still like Ole Miss for the series. If there is a game, though, that OU wins, it's probably going to be this game one. Ben, so can you break down the the depth of pitching for both of these teams? You mentioned DeLucia the other day and spectacular performance that he had against the Hogs to put Ole Miss in this position into this finals against OU. And you mentioned the, the other side, the starter, their ace going for the Sooners tonight. But that's something we want to get through, through a three-game series. If we're looking to get involved, if I'm, I don't have a play either way, I have no investment. If I was looking to get involved here, you mentioned the series price. Basically, I'm seeing it as a pick here. It's minus 110 each way, whether you want to go with, with the Rebels or you want to go with the Sooners here. Depth of pitching, not only with the starting pitching, but the bullpens for both of these teams. Sounds like, to me, you're leaning towards, and definitely a pretty strong lean towards Ole Miss. I, yeah, I definitely am, James. And you look at Ole Miss, their, their bullpen here over this, this entire postseason run where they've only lost once, 44 innings, two earned runs allowed. Like that is ridiculous for a major league bullpen staff. That's yeah. 10 times more impressive in college baseball, where if you've been following along at all, you would have seen like, these totals are usually in the pretty mid-tier double digits. When, when aces are going, you'll see like a nine and a half, maybe a 10 total. That's what we saw in, the, in that elimination game between Arkansas and Ole Miss when both teams were throwing their aces. So it is so impressive what this Ole Miss pen has done. And kind of how, like how I look at both of these teams as well, guys, is a pair of teams that disappointed wildly in the regular season where at one point you had Ole Miss ranked number one in the country. You had OU was – there weren't a whole lot of preseason expectations for, for OU. They had the worst pitching staff in the entire Big 12 last year. But both have really found a way to get back to their benchmark and certainly above their benchmark predictions from the start of the season. I'm just of the opinion at this point with the advantage and pitching depth that Ole Miss has, when you talk about a bullpen that's that dominant and is that deep as well, with two of their back-end relievers who are likely to get drafted here in the upcoming Major League Baseball draft, 
you have two teams who are unranked, but this is not like some St. Peter's you know, Cinderella run throughout March Madness. Like These two teams are both legit and deserve to be here. I understood the belief when you, you base everything we've seen in this postseason run compared to these teams' baselines. I'd argue OU has probably outperformed their general baseline a little bit more than, than Ole Miss has. And I mean, OU was a, a really struggling pitching team throughout the regular season. They really struggled in the field as well. And the bats have been what's really carried them so far. So outside of Bennett, that's the one arm you really, really trust for OU. I'm just not sure for their, their hitters going against an Ole Miss staff that is as deep as anybody they've faced over a best of three, how, how that will really propel them forward. And Ole Miss's lineup as well is super deep on the hitting side. So it definitely, James, a advantage to Ole Miss in the pen. And I, I just in general think that their overall baseline has been much higher than OU's all season. And as, and as a result, even with being a, a dog in game one, I, I still like them in the series spot here. Even as you mentioned, basically a pick and price you can still get them at. Ben, you and I have been talking about this uh, College World Series matchup for about a week now, and I had Arkansas, I had a futures ticket on the Razorbacks, of course, they did not get there, and you advised me uh, before that elimination game between Arkansas and Old Miss, you said, you know, a good move, a good hedge would be to take Old Miss to win the whole thing, and I did exactly that, so I'm certainly a Rebel fan, but if somebody, if somebody is looking to just bet these individual games, game by game, I wonder if the Rebels are worth a play today at plus 125 or so, you talked about their strength of the bullpen it's likely going to have to be a pitching by committee effort today for the rebels but on the other side the rest that oklahoma has had we always talk about rust versus rest i kind of like the team that's fresh and just came off of a game the other day versus the team that's been kind of sitting there in the waiting for who their opponent is going to be is it worth it in your mind maybe to take a stab with the rebels today or is that pitching probably going to just get beat up even though you say it's a very strong bullpen yeah, and the guy who will start for Ole Miss today, he is a reliever, but he's thrown 12 shutout innings in, so far in his postseason appearances. So it's not like this is just some scrub midweek guy they're throwing out there just to try to get them some arms. But as you point out, Brady, the way they're, the way they're betting it at the window, it, it's almost like they're viewing it to be that way. So if you don't have any investment on this series and you're just looking to play this game by game, the one thing that we've talked about this entire postseason stretch here in college baseball is that in general, these teams are all super even. And where you really get value is when teams start getting tons and tons of steam on them and you can go the other way and get dog prices. It's really been something that we've capitalized on. A lot of us here at the network have talked about throughout this whole run from regionals to supers. And, and that's really carried over into the College World Series. So I've certainly been of the mindset to kind of zig when everybody else is just all in on a, a certain pitcher or a certain pitching matchup like we're seeing today. So I, I certainly would lean more to the under in a game like this than to just take Ole Miss as a side. But as you point out, as this number has continued to climb, and I, there, there are some shops where, I know we showed the latest lines on the screen, but there's, I know, one shop in town, Westgate, you can get plus 130. It's really hard not to want to take a shot on that. And look, you could either take a position here, guys, on the series price, or look, just playing, Oklahoma, playing Ole Miss game by game here, especially if you're getting a dog price in game one, I'd certainly expect them, regardless of what happens today, to be favored tomorrow on Sunday. But if you just want to go ahead and play this game by game, when you're getting such a good price, I don't have an issue with that either. And that's probably the better strategy than taking, like you could bet the over total of games, over two and a half, but I'm, I'm seeing that juiced at like minus 150. So I'd rather just play, uh, if you want to pick a side every game, just roll with Ole Miss and, and try to roll it over, even if, you know, even if you lose today and even laying a price tomorrow. Uh, you can still find value that way. James, uh, I don't know if you're involved yet, but are you convinced now? Are you ready to make a play here? We've got 20 minutes before Come first on, pitch. I am, Ben. I'm loading up right now. I'm not going to play the side. I'm going to play the total. You mentioned that. I mean, we you, you have the ace going for the Sooners and then the depth and the quality. Sounds almost in a sense we're going to have an opener for Old Miss going today and the depth and the quality of depth within that bullpen tells me and and maybe the nerves right these guys are in the finals now and you it's it's it, every at bat's going to be crucial I'm playing the under under 10 and a half that's my play I'm getting involved let's right do now. it James I love it well I tell you what thank you so much Ben we'll talk to you tomorrow look forward to your program the run line I'm getting so excited for this college baseball world series championship series between OU and Ole Miss enjoy the rest of your Saturday and thanks again Ben Absolutely. Always a pleasure, guys. Appreciate it. All right. We'll come back with more. Again, 20 minutes until first pitch down for the greatest show on dirt in Omaha, Nebraska. We'll be right back with more of the VEASAN Bet Center right here on the Sports Betting Network.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Bet Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN Summer Special is here for only $19. You get everything VSIN has to offer from now until the end of July. Sign up today and you'll get VSIN's daily best bets, including Adam Burke's daily baseball best bets, NFL preseason coverage, premium articles on golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. If you want the full VSIN experience, which features the daily best bet email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it. Again, the cost is only $19 to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now at vcin.com slash summer. Checking your Major League Baseball scoreboard, the Baltimore Orioles have finished off the Chicago White Sox 6-2 your final there. The Texas Rangers and the Washington Nationals, they are still tied at two apiece in the bottom of the ninth inning in Texas trying to walk this one off. The Kansas City Royals trying to make it two in a row over the Oakland Athletics surmounting a comeback right now. 6-4 your score with Kansas City still batting in the bottom half of the seventh inning. The New York Mets and Miami Marlins they have broken the tie there, and it is in favor of the Metropolitans 4-3 to three right now in the bottom of the eighth inning. The Mets are minus 275 in the live market to go ahead and close this one out. The Milwaukee Brewers in the top of the eighth inning still holding on to a 5-2 to two advantage over the Toronto Blue Jays. The total in this game, the live total has moved to 7.5, and, and the money line currently off the board. Still no score between the Red Sox and the Cleveland Guardians. So we go from the college baseball champ Championship to the big show, Major League Baseball. We've got uh, kind of a midday card here, a few games all beginning at 4.15 Pacific, 7.15 p.m. Eastern time, roughly 30 minutes from now. And we will start with the big clash in Atlanta. I believe this is a rematch of two straight National League championship series here between the Dodgers and the Atlanta Braves. And of course, this time, Freddie Freeman is suited up in a Dodgers uniform. L.A. got the win as a road favorite on Friday night, but today, 
They are a dog going up against the Braves ace, Max Freed. It'll be Mitch White getting the ball for the Dodgers as that pitching staff for L.A. continues to pile up injuries. However, this team does remain atop the NL West, just a game ahead of San Diego, and they have won four straight. James, I want to know if that win streak comes to an end in your mind today. The Braves, a decent-sized favorite here at home, minus 145 on the money line with a total of 8.5. Yeah, I see the Dodgers getting a little money here. It was 150 earlier when I was digging through the matchups in this game. So some money coming in, but going against Freed, that's not where I want to go. I don't want to go against Freed in this spot. You mentioned the the ace here for the Atlanta Braves, and Freed has been basically that for the majority of the season for Atlanta. Two earned runs or less given up in 10 out of his 14 starts. You know they want to bounce back from yesterday's loss to the Dodgers, and I think the we in a sense we have an opener here for the, the Dodgers. Mitch White is going to make his ninth career start over the last few years four starts this season but has only gone 16 and a third innings within those four starts so maybe a little further than an opener when we think of an opener maybe it's going to be an inning maybe one time through the order I don't think we'll see much more out of white for the Dodgers Mookie Betts still out of the lineup projected to return maybe the latter part of next week potentially for for the Dodgers back at the top um, but Again, no bets here. I get it. I, I see where Max Freed is. It's always tough to go against that Dodgers lineup, but Max Freed is one that I do trust and will keep them competitive. Not seeing much out of Mitch White here with the 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 bullpen game, really, in a sense, for the Dodgers. I get why that number's there. I'm not going to lay a number like that against the this Dodgers lineup, but I get it. It would be the Braves and Max Freed or nothing for me. Maybe the five. I was looking at the five here. First five? Our first yeah, first five. Again, we just hate getting past our the, the starting pitchers, and then we dig into bullpens, and anything can happen. We've seen that over the course of, well, I mean, that's baseball nowadays. But I think here, first five, yeah, it's still juice pretty good. First five innings is even higher. It's $1.55. Makes sense for the Max Freed going. If you want to lay just a half a run, and the Braves have the lead after five, minus a half run for the Braves, minus 110. Any interest in doing that, Brady? That, you know, it, it worries me a little bit that we're seeing money come in on the Dodgers, but I worry about this pitching staff being a little knocked up. I mean, Mitch White, you know, against Max Freed, I'd probably be with you in leaning towards the Braves, but the Dodgers are just, you know, they continue to get it done uh, even with all of these injuries that they have. Walker Buehler, Clayton Kershaw, Mookie Betts you talked about. Uh, I, I did not play this game, and I don't think I'm going to, but if I did, that one sounds pretty good. Maybe a first five, uh, uh, minus a half on the Atlanta Braves. By the way, the uh, Toronto Blue Jays got a solo shot. It is now 5-3 to three in favor of the Milwaukee Brewers. Vlad Guerrero Jr. at the dish with two outs and nobody on. They trail Milwaukee 5-3. to three. Milwaukee still minus 10,000 in the live market to close out this game. The Kansas City Royals still at bat in the bottom of the seventh, trailing Oakland 6-4. to four. Kind of an all-National League West affair here for these 4.15 Pacific, 7.15 p.m. Eastern window games. The Colorado Rockies, James, nine games below 500. They will begin their series, or they did begin their series on Friday night with Minnesota with a one to nothing victory. Today it'll be Antonio Senzatella opposing Chris Archer. And the Twins, they're tied atop the AL Central with the Cleveland Guardians. These two teams, by the way, the Twins and the Guardians will face each other five times next week. And I don't think this is something we can really put into our handicap in Major League Baseball, James, the look-ahead factor. But you just wonder if it's possibly in the minds of these Minnesota Twins players. They're taking on a team that's not only out of division, but out of the league. They're taking on an interleague opponent in Colorado and not a real staunch opponent in that. And they're about to go up a team with that they're tied for first place with in their division next week five times. Is that a factor that you look at at all in baseball, a look-ahead factor? Not so much. Not if maybe if it was if it's the last game getaway day and it's Sunday and then they have the big games this series starts that Monday but now you've still got to bounce back from yesterday's shutout loss to the Rockies if you're the twins here I do see Buxton is back in the lineup he had just had one at bat he's been in and out of the lineup a, lot, a majority of the year I think he's missed about 20 games so far with a variety of different injuries for Buxton uh, he's going to be hitting second today for the Minnesota twins I believe Polanco is still out, so no Jorge Polanco within that lineup either. But I think with the 
for for the Rockies here, you know, it, it, can the Twins overlook them? Sure. I mean, it's this is one of the worst road teams in baseball. It just continues to be this issue for the Rockies. These home and road splits were very competitive at home. And then, again, one of the worst records in all of baseball. And they got maybe they got their one win. They got worked down in Miami earlier this week and two more games before they head back home. They got their one win on the road. Maybe they're satisfied with that. I, I think for Sen- Senzatella, he's much better in Coors Field for the Rockies than he is on the road. He's been hammered on the road. Now, he only had three starts so far this season, but in those three starts, 23 hits, 11 earned runs for Senzatella, and just 14 and two-thirds innings pitched. And I'm looking at the outs here, and I was looking at it for both, and I, we have Chris Archer on the other side. I don't even know when we see Chris Archer get out of the fourth inning. It's very rare that he does. I think pretty much he is not somebody that Minnesota wants to see go through the third time in the rotation through that lineup against the opposing lineups here and that has not been the case all season long he's gone four innings or less has archer 11 of his 13 starts the other two starts has only gone five innings so bullpen game here i was looking at the outs for archer archer's sitting at 13 and a half it's juiced to a dollar 20 based on what he's done I'd, I'd be looking at the under for archer and his outs he's just somebody that lives up in the zone works a lot of deep counts gives up a lot of home runs too and then sends a tele. his outs are 15 and a half that's juiced too much though it's sitting at a dollar 35 i don't think sends a tele sees the sixth inning either i think actually that's probably the one i like the best here sends a tele at 15 and a half looking at the under although it's juiced pretty high i don't think he sees the sixth inning today Garcia leaves the yard for the Texas Rangers and they do walk it off in the bottom of the ninth inning they top the Nationals three to two uh, one more game here that will go to first pitch at 415 Pacific and what a pitching performance by the rookie Graham Ashcraft for the Cincinnati Reds on Friday night he went eight innings in a four to two win over the San Francisco Giants only allowed eight hits two runs and struck out eight batters Cincinnati gets it done as a big underdog and they're an even bigger underdog today going up against the Giants ace Logan Webb San Francisco now minus 270 on the money line seven and a half is your total anything here for you James well I'm wondering with Mike Miner on the mound I get why the number is going where it is but he's obviously started the season late with shoulder issues started in June early he's just had four starts and he's been a batting practice pitcher thus far in those four starts 16 earned runs and seven home runs and just 20 and two-thirds innings pitched 70 percent of his outs coming via the fly ball so he's lifting that ball the wind is blowing out slightly to center maybe about 10 miles an hour there in San Francisco but looking at Mike Miner I'm wondering why this number I had this circled earlier is pulling up his outs here he's not one that's going to go deep in of these games I know he he and these are those four starts two against the Diamondbacks the Milwaukee as well as Washington much better lineup here that will work the count I think they're going to work the count on Mike Miner 16 and a half outs it was minus 110 now it's minus 105 I don't know who would be wanting to say Mike Miner is going to see the sixth inning here and get through six innings I don't see it I like Mike Miner under 16 and a half outs today I would be absolutely with you 34 year old Mike Miner can he last that long in San Francisco when we come back we get back into a little golf. We mentioned the British Open. I've got some thoughts on the final major of the year coming up right here on the VSIN Bet Center. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry. Every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL Schedule Release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. 
Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.